All right, guys, welcome back to The Outer Zone, the official podcast of Formula Drift. My name is Jacob Gettins, and we are here in Atlanta, and we're going to be focusing on some ProSpec guys on this episode. So what we've got are our top qualifiers from ProSpec stopping by the booth, hanging out, talking, you know, how the weekend is, how Atlanta is, what what this event is like, because a lot of these guys have never driven it. We've got a few guys that have driven it. I feel like they've all driven it on sim, but... Want to want to talk about what it's like being a prospect driver on those 255s coming here to Atlanta first round? How the off season went? We're gonna get into as much as we possibly can, uh, as quickly as we can, and uh, yeah. So make sure to stick around. We've got our top qualifiers. Give you some background on those guys, and uh, give you just another reason to be watching prospect and another group of uh, amazing drivers to be cheering for. Let's All do right. one of these. <laughs> Perfect. All right. All right. So, uh, Mr. Nate Chen, how how's this weekend been for you so far? It's been really great. I mean, um, so the car straight off the trailer just felt amazing. We did some off-season upgrades. Uh, well, Jerry did some off-season upgrades. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so Jerry Yang uh, is the guy that runs my program, and he's been fantastic to team with. In the off-season, we made some upgrades to the WiseFab, so we converted to the E90 rack instead oh. of the S chassis rack. So Interesting. it's a forward rack versus yep. a rear rack. Uh, and now the car feels so much more manageable from a handling standpoint and feels amazing. I used to have like this super crazy death wobble thing okay. that actually like... Like I, in lock it was, yeah, yeah. it was starting to do it? So New Jersey last year, on the last turn, I went full lock, dumped the clutch, and was like right next to the wall. Yeah. And then when I did that, this the rack couldn't take it and the tie rod just bent <sighs> and, and just like wobble my wheel like that yeah. and shot me off course. Yeah. And so that was really unfortunate. Um, but this year, you know, I can go to full lock, no problem. The the BMW rack really makes a big difference. And then, you know, other off-season upgrades, uh, Fuel Lab hooked us up with their uh, QSST, their nice. quick service surge tank system, and we redid the fuel system around that. And now the car is just way more reliable. Uh, Hartsock Motorsports rewired the car. Okay. And so we were battling some of these issues. Basically, everything was, like, kind of there last year, but we just kind of solved these problems that we had that were pretty critical. Yeah. Um, you know, it's been a tough journey, right? This is my third year in, in ProSpec, the first year. I don't think I had a single qualifying run where my car actually ran up to this, the first <laughs> turn correctly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you go back and watch, you'll see, like, black smoke puff out of it. And just, like, so that kind of throws you off, right? Yeah, if you're, yeah. ex you can't be consistent if your car's not consistent, right? And so uh, that was a big struggle the first year. Second year, things were a lot better, but we still were plagued with mechanical failures, like, here and there. Yeah. Um, like in Orlando, my power steering, uh, actually caught on fire on my battle with Rich Whiteman. Oh, really? Yeah. So in between, so I'd already used my competition timeout. My power stream pump blew up during like the first practice lap of okay. that day. And then the team were like MacGyvering some stuff, uh, to make it work. Basically adapt a pump that wasn't even meant for my car. And they Jesus. got it done. I had to call my five minutes. Uh, missed top 16 intros, like all this stuff. They got it running like within 30 seconds. And so it was super intense, right? Yeah. You got, you know, you're like nerves are just like, all right, I got to do this. Like, let's make this worth it. Everyone's hustling. And then that first run against Rich, I just threw probably one of my best chase runs ever. <laughs> and so I was like super pumped. But then I noticed like there was a little bit of fire underneath the hood. <laughs> and I was like, all right, so if I say something, call my time out, well, I already used it. So I forfeit or yeah. I just, you know, it's a little fire. Car's still driving fine. I'm just going to send it. And so I did my lead run, and then I shut the car off because <laughs> it was on fire. But when you don't yeah. want to, like, the last thing you want to do is, like, eat, pull the fire suppression, right? right. Like, you want to. Yeah, like, yeah. you want to be safe, and you want to, like, right. okay, yeah, for no, sure. Was, but you're also like, that is so much cleanup, and exactly. then I can recharge it. And then, oh, like, and then you're done anyway because yeah. you, you don't have another you don't have another fire tank. So, yeah, yeah. like, it, you'll save yourself, which is fine. But I was yeah. like, all right, this is a little little bit of fire. You know, it wasn't just like it's a manageable fire. Manageable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a bit. So it'll, it'll hold for another 30 seconds. You know what I mean? So. So, yeah. Anyway. Uh, how has it been coming here? So we were talking a little bit before right. the show about first time in Atlanta. It seems to suit your driving style. Yeah. And, and like, honestly, like first practice, like you were you were in my top five. I was talking. I tried it. I try not to make predictions, but it's just in my nature, too. And I was like, OK, I think, you know, and I listed off the top five. I think I got three out of five and, and you were on it. Thank you. So, yeah, no worries. I just. I watch practice and I'm like, okay, you can tell who's comfy and you look comfy. Yeah. So a few different things. Um, did a lot of simulator stuff in okay. the off season, drove this track a bunch, 
but the cars obviously are not the same, yeah. like real life versus sim. But it really helped with the line, the technique, like how to solve for different parts. And again, right after, right off the trailer, like the car felt really good. I felt like I was 80% of the way there, and I was even like we had to do a gear change because I ran out of gear. Oh, okay. Um, on the straightaway of my first lap, and so after that, I was like, all right, so we just need to solve this. I think I need to, you know, adjust some things here and there, but. Overall, like, yeah, it's it's challenging. Like, this is a track that's really fast. Yeah. Um, you have to be on point with your line, your throttle input, your steering input, and everything. And it's also the first time I've ever driven this track. So mm -hmm. I came here last year. Uh, I spot for Kazuya Taguchi. Right. And it really helped, you know, it helps watching the pro guys, right? Because they some of them are really good. Yeah. And they're like, wow, okay, I'm going to just copy my teammates driving or I'm going to copy, you know, the top five guys. Right. Yeah. And then there's others that are like, make mistakes here and there. And you're like, okay, cool. I'm not going to do that. Well, you can see this. why yeah. the mistake happens. Like, right. You know, and, and especially here. Cause they're like, if you miss, if you, if you, if your initiation isn't perfect, right. good luck with the rest of the run. Exactly. So yeah. it's just, um, and spotting has made me, um, be super analytical right. with, how every single run goes. I mean, at heart, of course, I'm a true drift fan. I've, I have been since I was 13, and I'm 29 now. So, uh, but when you're drifting or we're watching from a fan's point of view, you're just like, oh man, that's so cool. Like, yeah. uh, like this guy just doored that. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. But when you're spotting, it's like, okay, I need to communicate with Kazuya, tell him exactly like what he's doing wrong, and then when I'm watching the other drivers, what they're doing yeah. um, and trying to give them the right information. It's tricky. You don't want to give them too much, but you just want to give them like one kernel, you know, here and there. Um, and usually like a phrase will translate to the thing happening. So in St. Louis, when he qualified number one last year, I told him <laughs> finish strong. And because I kept seeing people oh. like miss the last turn, right. the last outer zone. And I was like, if you just do this, like you're gonna be really good, and then he did it, and it was like, wow. You yeah, I mean? and and if I remember correctly too, like he was even past that point, like like gunning it up towards the wall, and I think yep. that last impression means so much. I, it it's funny. I was uh, chatting with a couple of pro guys earlier, and we were talking about the emotions of going up the hill after a good run, and you can tell how a driver is feeling about what they do after after they go up. If they're still on it and fishtailing, you're like that dude's that dude's stoked. Now, if they're on it and it's not like fishtailing, they're just like way out again. You're like that dude's pissed. Or if they just shut it down, right? You're like you can kind of sense the emotion of how they finish off a run. So I I I think with Kazuya, you could like that. That event was incredible, like right. just to watch. Right. But you could see it; he was having fun. He'd come up, you know, off that, off the finish line, and then just like up to the wall again, like almost like it was the rest of the track. Exactly. So, how 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 much has that changed what you're doing? Obviously, like working with Jerry Yang and then working with Kazuya. Like, how has that sped up your growth of of drifting knowledge? Yeah. Again, just having to be super analytical, like tapping into that. That is like another side of me that most people don't see. So. Um, I've been in drifting for since I was 14 or 15. Right. I was a media guy. I was going to yeah, say, yeah, I was yeah, a media yeah, yeah. guy. I was Ryan Turk's videographer in the New Jersey rounds from okay. like 2011, 2012. Okay. Back then. And I was like, all right, well, I didn't have, so I didn't have like, I didn't have a backer and my family wasn't buying me race cars or right. anything like that. So I was like, all right, I have to like figure out how to get there, get here. Cause yeah. this was the dream, the first time I came to a Formula Drift event, 2007, Summit Point, which is uh, an hour away from where I live and grew up. And uh, so I ended up building this really great skill set at William & Mary, which was a finance degree. That's what I graduated with. Right. And I went into Wall Street. And I worked in investment banking 100 hours a week. But it's a super analytical job. Yeah. It's I mean, it was terrible from a lifestyle perspective. <laughs> it's a really big trade-off. And so really developing that analytical capability and applying it to... Uh, drifting has really helped me just, again, like process, process, process. Yeah. How do I make myself better? What do I do? Like turn by turn. That's how you learn racing, uh, you know, grip driving or drifting. It's learning the course turn by turn, figuring out what technique needs to apply, when and where and how. Yeah. And you just kind of work it, at it that way. And the simulator stuff that I did in the off season, it allowed me to do that at this course without 
you know, actually having to drive in real life yeah. this course, which no one, I mean, I would love to drive this every weekend, but. That'd be great. Yeah, it'd be awesome. I, I mean, it wouldn't be cheap. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I don't I know. Didn't say, I didn't say I wanted to pay for yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so if somebody else is willing yeah, to like jump in. And, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You're like, can I rent just this part? Like, you guys can do everything, whatever else you want on the rest of the track, but like, just give me this for, for a couple of runs. Exactly. I wonder how many guys like come in to do like lapping events and they're just like, throw the e-brake going down the hill and I'm like yeah that's your one run get out of here <laughs> yeah i know i was gonna say that Perma- permanently banned permanently banned yeah. it, it is it is uh, I, I haven't spent a lot of time doing like a seto or sim on here i'm not uh, admittedly not a huge sim guy but like i've done enough to know that that hill is not accurately represented in any video game no like it, i think uh, like mathematically the elevation is correct but standing at the top of that looking down being like oh wow this is big yeah, I hear you. Uh, so another thing is, I grew up skateboarding. Okay. And my favorite thing to skateboard was the vert ramps. Vert, yeah. And we watch on TV like the Tony Hawk stuff. It's just like doesn't seem oh, that big. Yeah. yeah. And you like stand over and you're like, oh my god. Like, yeah. There's a it's straight down. Foot, yeah. It's yeah. a two foot straight, straight drop. Foot, of, straight of vertical. Vert, yeah. 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 So, I mean, honestly, like standing at the top of the hill, I'm like, okay, well, you know, whatever. It's it's surprisingly like when you're driving it, it feels small. You're like, yeah. oh, that's it. But when you're watching, even when I'm spect or spotting, it's like. This is huge, you know what I mean? That initiation does seem to come up pretty quick. Cause it, it, it does. It, I mean, even with your runs, it's like, I'm assuming you're starting in second? Yep. Yeah, and then you're into fourth, basically, fourth, and then grabbing the e-brake and going, right? Clutch kicking, then flick, Are, yeah, clutch kicking, flick, and then back the other, like, throwing the car back the other way, and then grabbing the e-brake. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you're, yeah, the big, big kind of, like, the yeah, fit out. Yeah, I like to do left to right. Okay. Osbo does it. Yep. So that's, Dean seen, does it. I've seen a, yeah. yeah, I was going to see, I've seen a couple guys do it. Yeah. Um, it, it, do you think that's setting you up better? Yep. Or it's like getting the tires to kind of like kick a little bit and then coming around? Or? Yeah, so the key to this track, on or just the initiation part, is to be on that rumble strip. You don't want to be like on it and then off course. Right. But you want to be right on it. And that, and that it sets you up perfectly. You. Yeah, yeah, perfectly for that first inner clip. And if you start in the middle or if you just go straight line, it's easy. it just shoots you to the inside too fast. Right. Hmm. Okay. So big feint out, and then trying to catch it on that rumble to get a little because you're you're hopping it, so you can get a little bit more distance without having to e-brake a whole bunch. Well, you don't want to like you don't want to be on it. I would say like in it like an inch. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you go back and watch the run, like I'm right on there. Right. You know what I mean? And then after that, like, what do you? I guess like, what are you doing through the rest of the course at that point? Like, can you like yeah. close your eyes and like take? No, me I totally yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, um, so okay, you're kind of trying to slow the car down. I use a little bit of foot brake and the handbrake, right. and I have my left foot on the clutch, and then big dump, clutch, big, <laughs> big, big clutch, clutch dump. dump. Yeah. <laughs> big, <laughs> big clutch dump right before the inner clip, and just stay on throttle. Yep. And as long as you're tight on that touch and go, then it sets you up perfectly for outer zone one. Okay. And then outer zone two is a little tricky because it's a little bit blind um but i'm kind of looking at that first uh marker that they have off the track yep and i'm doing a little bit of left foot brake and then grabbing the e-brake a little bit uh just to slow the car down and adding a little bit more angle and then going to third okay and you kind of like softly pedal it around that outside zone yeah yeah. because you need to slow the car more to hit that inner clip otherwise if you just throttled it throughout that zone you're just going to shoot off exactly and so after that inner clip it's a pretty easy switch back and then i go back into fourth and just charge down the hill and honestly i think the first turn and the second outer zone are the toughest parts of this track Mm -hmm. everything else just kind of comes naturally if you can just you know Right. Get those two things right. Yeah, and, and it's a lot of finding your points. And I, I've, I've talked to a couple of guys um, about this track in particular where it's like, you know, in game, there's certain spots that you're checking for. And then when you come here, like, oh, that doesn't exist. Like that thing, that tree yeah. that I was looking yeah, at, it's yeah, not yeah. there anymore right. or whatever, right? So are you using just more like banners for for your for your site markers or I think I've done so many laps in the simulator it just is like second nature. It's just a timing yeah, thing at this point. Yeah, just it's just a feeling. Yeah. Um yeah, I think I am using that marker that they have set up there, but obviously the game ones are different like that right. the Assetto Corsa one, the outer zones a lot shorter, yeah. but I mean my Fortunata suspension just keeps me exactly planted where I need to um, using their 520 competition two-way development. Yep suspension their shocks and so it's keeping me planted exactly where i need to be uh really allowing me to just flow throughout that course yeah it's definitely floaty i mean especially like i i'm love the blower 
Like, <laughs> don't get me wrong. I love the choo-choo from the turbos, but there is something about a blower wine because we don't get enough of it here. And there's really, there's what? Only a couple guys running in pro spec. And there's nobody running your particular setup, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I do really like it now that it works. Yeah. Uh, it, was <laughs> uh, it was a struggle, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And the theory, like, the theory behind that blower is that the person I was originally teamed with uh, when I started my prospect journey, he had experience with a smaller blower okay. from Magnuson, and they had just come out with this new one, and they were basically maxing it out on the pro car that they were using um you know, back then, yeah. or maxing out the smaller blower, and so we were like, all right, we might as well just transition to this bigger blower. But the design of the bigger blower, and I think they've actually revised it since then, has just been uh, more challenging to deal with from a heat management perspective. Okay. Gotcha. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think this blower is probably ideal for the drag racing <laughs> stuff because you're just on throttle, yeah. right? Drifting, you're kind of modulating the throttle. Sometimes you're off throttle, back on throttle. You know what I mean? And so when you have to have that adjustability, it makes it more difficult to manage the heat right. just based on the way the, the blower is designed. But after a couple of years, we finally figured it out in terms of what combination of heat exchanger, water pump, and um, you know placing of sensors that weren't you know, like the sens original sensors placed on the blower. That's uh, basically, it just gets all the hot air and melts, oh, right? Okay. <laughs> and so we've had to adjust for that. But uh, now that we've gotten all that, it works great. No, it looks good. Well, I, dude, super stoked with your qualifying. Um, I'm very curious to see who you match up with. We're, we're for anybody at home that's watching or listening, we're they're still finishing up, um, so we're not quite sure yet. But either way, I, I think this is going to be. I could I could easily see you getting into the top four this weekend, if not better. So, thanks, Jacob. Dude, no, dude, thank you for stopping by. Yep. And uh, yeah, good luck for the rest of the weekend. Cool. Thank Sweet. you. All right, <sighs> Mr. Ben Hobson, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, dude. Dude, you're crushing it today. Thank you. From like literally practice run one. Like I, I, I was sitting I think I was sitting with Simon. Okay. And I looked over, I'm like, so that was a ninety. <laughs> like <laughs> my only question was like, does he have any tires left yeah. Cause it looked like it looked like you had that thing gripped up like yeah. real hard. It's 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 been gripped up the whole pretty much the whole event. I mean it's got um there's still a lot more that we could add into it, obviously. Yeah, of but Odie's not going to put everything out no, on the table right no, away. I, it works. I, I know him way too well. Yeah, dude. that was a nice qualifying setup. So yeah, yeah. How how easy has that been? Like, oh man, just, it's so it's so nice. Yeah, <laughs> it's so nice. That car, as easy as it is, it's easy to to drive. The car is just so good, man. It it seems to just point well. Yep. Like you know, you can you can tell you're not struggling. Like mm -mm. even seeing you come through the keyhole, it's like cool. Here's where it's at, yep. and it's just throttle modulation. Hundred percent. That's all it was. That's why I was talking to the judges yesterday. I was like, I was making a mental note to like not watch my hands, but coming through the outer two, I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't, you know, doing yeah. this number coming through the outer two, but I was planted pretty much like this, and as soon as I'd leave it, I would just start doing this number to find inner one, and the car just, it just goes. Yeah, it, it looks so well set up. Um, is it is it a lot off your mind now, not having to worry about car setup? Like, yeah. How, yeah. How does that change, like, what you do coming into the weekend? Um, It changes my mental state 100%. Yeah. I mean, I have the car is going to be ready and it's going to be there. So I have no stress of, you know, driving across country. Like what if my trailer breaks? What if uh, I have a, a blowout? Like what if I have multiple blowouts? What if my Freightliner, you know, right. dies? What if all the, all the what trainer. ifs? Yeah. Yeah. Old freight trainer. Yeah. <laughs> all the what ifs have turned into let's just go have fun. So it's, okay. it's changed the mindset. It's helped out a lot. It's, it's calmed me down and got me to where I can focus on my line and not worried about, if my car is going to make it to the end of the event. It takes, it takes a lot off, right? Yep, it's just, 100%. you can focus. I mean, we saw obviously the same thing with Simon. Yeah. Like, he's killing Long it. Beach. He's yeah, killing could, it, like, dude. He just got in that car. He looked, it's the best he's ever driven. 100%. Like nothing against that old car. The car was, yeah, that it was super great. was insane. Completely um, different. But Odie, Odie's a, he's a madman. He knows yeah. he's over there putting old Salt Bay action on it and stuff. He knows what he's doing. So. <laughs> he's just like just wrenching on the suspension. <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, just trust me. I just, know what I'm doing here. Just go there and hit the skinny pedal, bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically all the notes, yeah. huh? Just, just floor it. Yeah. Um, he just you, gets mad at me when I get on limiter a lot, though. Yeah? yeah? Is it one of those, like, he starts reading the contract again, he's like, you get he's one like, motor you allocation? Get, you get 52 limiters per session, and that's it. You know what? <laughs> Knowing how analytical is, he's probably checking the log and be like, man, you're four limiters away from four. your allocation. Yeah, you're back. You might need to shut it off for the last one. <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to coast the last quarter because you got no limiters left. Yep. 
I need a fifth gear then. Yeah, Put yeah, a fifth yeah. gear in there. <laughs> just, just you're not uh, crushing limiters. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's uh, it it's it is incredible. I'm not saying you didn't do well before. I mean, it, you know, last year you did very very well, but the 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 struggles that it looked like you had in the mm-hmm. beginning of practice, it, it seemed like you were trying to find setup or yep. trying to find gearing, and now you're just out and you're like, cool. All I have to do is fix me. Yep. The 100%. car is where it needs to be. Just focus on the line. That's yeah, it. Odie's got all the notes. Hundred percent. Right? Yeah, it's great. It's a it's a true blessing, and I'm still honored to be. Yeah a part of the team and, and to be wanted on the team. So it's, it's super sick. It's super surreal. I still can't really fathom Has, that I'm, hasn't that I'm driving. Have you, no, like, have you had that moment yet where you're like, holy kind shit? Kind of after LS Fest, whenever we went when to you, LS Fest. Because you beat Odie uh, at LS Fest, didn't you? Um, yes. The, the, <laughs> the, uh, the judge... The judges said I won, so <laughs> the judges said it was it was it was the, the toughest battle of my life, man. Yeah. It was, I mean, he was in a his freaking S thirteen, man. Yeah, I He's know. in like a a five hundred horsepower car, you could but put, you could put him in a Miata and he'd be but, a problem. He waited till my battle to put the big bottle of nitrous in it. So Is that what he did? Yeah, oh yeah, he looked at me. He's like. I've been saving this for you. I was yeah. like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was great, man. Um, the, it was a true testament to you know. I just wanted to to prove to myself that I deserved to be in the spot that I'm at and prove to them. So it's, it's a, uh, it's a blessing and I'm just, yeah. I'm just going to keep on having fun, man. What do you, what do you, what are your plans after this event? Like once, you know, let's say, let's say you walk home with a trophy and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not making any predictions, mm-hmm. but I mean, obviously that's what we're all, what you're here for. Mm-hmm. I'm here for completely different reasons. Yeah. Um, but like, what do you, what do you, what's the plan after you get home? What are you up to? Oh, relax, man. Yeah. Get ready for round two. Just cut the grass. There's no, yeah. Need, probably need to cut the grass. Yeah. yeah. It's a, a big lawn. It's a big lawn to yeah. cut, dude. It really is. So, um, no, I'm probably go hop on the sim, practice on it uh, at um, in Jersey. Um, yeah. I don't know. I might go to Orlando just to support and you know support the team and hang stuff like that. Go hang out. I don't know yet. I haven't made my mind up on that. It's but not I, far for you, really. I've just been traveling so much lately, so it's just kind of kind of want to relax a little bit. But ah, taking a break's nice. Yeah, but it's kind of stupid. Breaks are stupid. <laughs> we get a break when we sleep, right? Yeah, yeah. You sleep, uh, yeah, so sleep in your day. I'm going to hop on the sim, dude. Play some, play some Seto. Get on uh, Jersey and get the line dialed in and just get ready for Jersey, man. I, I really, like, everybody I'm talking to, especially all these, all the prospect guys who are doing really well, it's, sim just keeps coming up. Mm-hmm. Like, is it, is it that necessary now? Like, if you're not putting in sim time, you're just not going to be competing? No, I don't think so. No? I think it's like riding a bicycle, to be honest with you. Okay. But the more and more you do it, the better you're going to get. But there's like so, a, you're not going to be like, you know, no, I don't Lance think, Armstrong. I haven't, just I haven't played Zim in like the last month and a half because I've been out in the West Coast. Right. Uh, I played a couple times with my buddies while I was out there, but it's nothing like where I'm ded- dedicated to Sim time. Okay. And I hopped in the car and just, it, I mean, it's not like I was like, oh man, I wish I would have been playing Sim more. But it right. does help the get the feeling of the track, get the muscle memory and stuff like that. So it is very resourceful to have the sim and stuff like that. Just muscle memory, dialed in muscle memory. It just becomes a timing yes, thing, right? Exactly. You're like, okay, 100%. I know. Dial in it, your, your it, initiation it, styles and stuff like that. Then Do you, do you like, are you, I, I've talked to a couple of different guys about different ways that they map out their actions on a track. So one guy I chatted with is like, oh, like I have a light that comes on that tells me that my speed for initiation. And I've heard some guys like, yeah, I count like one, two, three, okay, go. Some guys like, no, it's all by line of sight. Like if I see this marker, I do this thing. Yeah. What, where do you fall in that category? I kind of get a visual reference point. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, um, I focus on a visual reference point and try to aim for it every single time. Gotcha. I mean, it's, you know, uh, consistency wins. Yeah. So trying to be consistent on entry and setting yourself up for the – the first corner is, and if you're consistent there, I mean, it obviously you should be consistent the rest of the track. So, yeah. in theory, but <laughs> you um, hope, right? so, stuff happens, you know, stuff happens. But I don't know, dude. I there's a lot of people that have all the technical. I honestly do just drive. You just to feel, I just, just drive, to feel, just to feel. Yeah, it's like a speed thing. It's like okay, I'm going fast enough. Feel it. I, I, I was kind of hoping you were going to be like, yeah, I just like hum Cotton Eye Joe. And like when I get to a certain point, that's when I go. Start swinging seat home, Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, dude, I, I need to put a GoPro inside my car to remember what I do because I just get caught up in the moment and I just yeah. have fun, dude. I just have a blast. It's, it's tough because like I've, I've talked to you, obviously just like talked to so many drivers and some guys are like, yeah, like. I remember every moment in a car. And some guy's like, man, I just like turn off. And the next thing I know, I'm at the other end. And it's yeah. like, there seems to be those that's, two. That's definitely. You're me. just all like flow state. Yes. You just get into it. And I you're just, like, as soon as I drop the clutch and go through the chicane, it's like, 
I don't know. It's just vision. I kind of black out. Not really black out, but like I black the Will out. Quote, yeah, right? yeah. Um, no, for real. I, I just I don't. Nothing else matters at that point, to be honest yeah. with you, because you can't have time to worry about anything else. So I'm not. No, I don't you can't. ever really think. Yeah. I just do. Just like old Yoda says, you know, you don't, yeah. you don't think you do. So, um, yeah, I mean, I wish I had like a super cool technical way <laughs> that I did it, but I really don't. I think it's cool. It's a good juxtaposition <laughs> with, with Odie who's like uber technical. Yep. And then you're like, nah, I just like get in the car and do my thing. Yep. And, you they, know. They just have fun, dude. It's a blast. I love drifting. <laughs> oh, I, just, dude, I love it's, drifting. It's like the best. Yep. Seriously. I mean, I can't. I've, I've watched so many motorsports over the years and I just I keep coming back to it. Like anything else could be going on, and I'm it's like, the oh, this is this dumbest thing on. you can do with a car, but the it's, absolute funnest. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Who who are you looking to? Who are you looking forward to battling? Like just watching the competition, because like pro spec is spicy, mm. spicy this year. Who am I looking for? I think um, I think uh, a good battle would a good competition would be. There's a lot of them, but uh, Nate Chan was on fire, dude. Yeah, Nate Chan was cooking. He so. was up, he was up here like just before okay. you and we were talking about, it, and he's yeah. like, "No, I'm like where I need to be. The car's where I yeah. need it to be." No, he's killing it. He's doing yeah. really well. Yeah. Uh, Jaden, he's he's crushing it too. I yeah, mean, dude. There's a lot of 14, there's a lot of heaters out there. Old. But I don't know. It's you know qualifying is qualifying, but you always have those OGs like. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> That's where my head goes. You always have Andy. Haley. Andy can just That's like. Always, he's always back in the back of your head, always yeah. there. So. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's that old, but I think of him as like old man, like dude, old man Andy at this point. I'm just focused on competing against my own mind <laughs> and ah, staying out of my head. That's deep. Just stay out of my head and just have fun, dude. Yeah. That's, you, that's, that's my little, my do theory. You, do you get like caught up in your own head? Like, nah, like not really like that. I just, just get. I just get like anxiety sometimes, okay. you know, because it's like you're waiting, 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 and then all of a sudden that's, you gotta go. That's the part nobody talks yeah. about with this competition yes. is like you have to be on, but then you have this like build up. It's yeah. not like I don't know, maybe like uh, I I always go back to like hockey where it's like you just get into it and you're going, you're going, you're going, you're going. Yeah. This is like hurry up and wait. Yep, hurry up and wait. Yeah. So you just, I like, mean, sit there and just and it's ninety to nothing. You go out there, you lay down a heater, then you go park. Yeah. And, and then then you're you like, wait. all right, let's go back out and do another heater, and you're like. What did I wait? What did I just do? Would you would you <laughs> prefer to be like on the far side of the bracket or on the near side? Like, would you rather like like? I'd rather just get it over with. Yeah. Just, you don't want to sit there and watch mm-hmm. everybody. You're no. like, no, let's just go. I'd rather just get out there, get it done, <laughs> wait, watch for the rest of them, right. get out there, get it over with. Not that I'm not not enjoying it, but I just the anxiety of waiting gets uh, okay. me. Okay. So it's like. If I can go ahead and get it over with and, you know, if I come out on top, heck, yeah, I'm stoked. I get to watch, yeah. cheer on the boys, you know, and then get ready, you know, get ready for the next one. So, Are you doing anything like calm your nerves, like whip out the Game Boy or something? No, no. I mean, I, I just <laughs> scroll like, through my phone and, yeah. yeah. Just on Instagram, yeah. just yep. checking shit out. Yeah, just finding some videos and people send me videos so I can watch my watch my previous run and stuff like that. Okay. Just sit there and relax, dude. Turn huh. the cool suit on, have airflow in my helmet. Turn, I was just going to say, yeah, spooled, the cool suit. Spooled rock, I know. Dude. Did you have a cool suit before? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. It's I had pretty, to, here I it's I had to add the helmet air to his car because he didn't have it. Oh. And I was like, that's, that's like, my listen, I got listen. long hair, dude. I got to keep it dry. I know, I can see You got to keep it dry. <laughs> you got the flow. <laughs> got the we gotta, flow, You got to get that, like, just, you know. Uh, it, about the... it normally does that, but my balaclava was just, like, shoving it down all day, so. Yeah, you got to, we got to fluff it out. Oh, we'll fluff it, There's a competition. It's called, it's called scrunching it. You got to scrunch it. Using moose? Is that Nope, sure? all no? natural. Oh, some Moroccanol. Oh. Moroccanol. Moroccanol. Yeah. Ah. Yes, sir. I used to have a giant mohawk, and I put, like, gotta be glued I in there. I could see you as a mohawk, It was, dude, dude and it was the same color. That's, That's the funny sick. part. I know, right? That's sick. That's what I tell people. I'm like, look, I've had people staring at my head for Forever. years. This is not new. <laughs> this is not new. Because, you know, I don't think you take that off, do you? I, I mean, I've heard you shower with things. it. I, I mean, I've heard you shower says. with it. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. No, I mean, I think I think someone commented on a YouTube video. Like, do you ever take that off? I'm like, if someone on the Toronto Maple Leafs gets a hat trick, I'll throw it on the ice. But that's about it. <laughs> it's like the most Canadian. Heck yeah, dude. Heck uh, yeah, dude. Well, I'm so stoked to see what you can do this Thank weekend. Thank you very much, bro. Keep crushing it, yes, and uh, yeah, it's gonna be a great weekend. Thank you. I'll see y'all next time. Yeah, man. All right, are you good? Yes, sir. Is, are you nervous? No, I'm not nervous. All right, it's good. All right, the party. We got Connor O'Sullivan or O'Sully. Do you like O'Sully better? Yeah, everyone just calls me Connor O'Sully, but uh, yeah, my real last name is O'Sullivan. All right, all right, dude. Um, you came out here ripping. Like you were kind of a late addition to Prospect. You're relatively new to this sport in the grand scheme of things, 
and you just came out and destroyed. I so, appreciate it. No, dude, it was great. It, like I said, I was I was standing next to Cash during some of your practice runs. I'm like, he kind of just turns and looks at me. He's like, see? And I'm like, yep, I'm, I'm not here <laughs> to argue with you, man. Uh, how, how did you pick this up so quick? Um, honestly, I've seen a lot of videos, and I was really excited. I really always wanted to uh, get into drifting, and um, I got an opportunity to get into it, and I just got a car. I went to a couple of parking lots, and I just <laughs> felt at home. I mean, it, it was just so comfortable behind the wheel right off the wrap. And uh, Yeah, a couple local drifters were going to clutch kickers and stuff, so we started uh, going to some big competitions, and uh, I'd never even tandem before going to some of these competitions. Really? So it was, uh, was nerve-wracking, like pulling in and seeing all these crazy cars and rigs Jesus. and stuff. So you have, you have, like, no fear. Yeah, yeah. Like just, I think the, a lot of the bikes and stuff yeah. kind of crossed over, yeah. like the nerves, and just try to stay cool, and you know, you've got you've got some mad wheelie abilities, that's for yeah. sure. Like yeah. even like hand dragging on the mini bikes and stuff like right, that. Right. Have you? Have you? Is that is that how you've been since a kid? Like were you? Yeah, always... I raced motocross my whole life, really. Okay. Um, and then I started stunt riding for about five years, and then once I got into drifting, I kind of put that stuff to the side because I didn't want to get hurt and yeah, ruin my career. So. Yeah. No, it's good. I mean, we see it so much. We see so many guys make that jump, and it, it makes sense because it's like, oh, it's similar, right? It's right. That, it's that Extreme feeling. sports and stuff. There's a lot of guys that do BMX and stuff that are in drifting and yeah. all yeah. that stuff. So No, dude, you've, uh, like I said, it's, it's been great. What, what's it been like um, just having Cash on the team now? Um, it's new, so this is our first event with him. Yeah. Uh, I think it'll be helpful. He's my spotter, so I know he has a lot of uh, good input because he's a driver as well. Yep. So I think it definitely helps out a lot. Yeah, so. just just having a bit of veteran right, on there. Right, right. And then if we do some like testing or something, go just go drive together and yeah. get some good seat time. He's a big ball buster though. That's right. The, that's oh yeah, the thing. he'll is. keep you he'll keep yep. you on your toes the that's whole time. That's him for you know. Yeah. No. <laughs> hey, as long as as long as you can swing back, it's right, fine. Right. right. Exactly. Nah, it's uh, got to. That's good. So yeah, let's uh, for anybody who doesn't like because I mean I feel like a lot of people are gonna be like, who the hell is this kid? Right. Right. What What have you accomplished so far? Because there's been some pretty crazy um, highlights in there really i mean battling with like lz i know that video kind of went viral and yeah. a lot of people know me from that video um but clutch kickers we got a couple podiums last year last year was really my season where i got noticed yeah i mean my it. first season i did two events at clutch kickers in a 240 i mean it was nowhere near competitive as my bmw is now yeah but uh yeah last year was my big season for sure um so yeah and then where, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it, like I said, it feels like you kind of came out of nowhere other than right, those LZ right. battles. But yeah. what, what's it what's it like coming here? Um, I don't know. It's a little nerve-wracking. I mean, all these guys have a lot of seat time. A lot of these guys have been driving for five to ten years. I mean, you got Andy Andy right there. I mean, right. that's, that, you want to talk about seat time. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I've been driving for two years. This is really my second year driving. So. Yeah. Is, is, so is this is – this, like, is this a track that you look at and you're like, holy yeah, well, shit. Well, actually, two years ago, I came here for my first FD event that I've ever been to to watch. Wow. And seeing this track, I was like, wow. Like, this entry and everything was just so crazy. So coming out here was definitely uh, something I've always wanted to do. And I knew ProSpec wasn't a thing out yeah. here. So I was happy that they had this track added to uh, yeah. our ProSpec schedule. Same. Dude, I but love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah, I but after, like, getting track. some seat time and stuff, pulling in here, it wasn't as uh, intimidating as I remembered. Okay. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a really, really fun track, and uh, I'm excited to be here. Yeah, dude. Uh, like I said, we're we're absolutely happy to to have you here. I mean, anytime somebody can kind of come in and disrupt things that quickly, right? Like, uh, just I mean, we had Jaden on earlier. Same thing. Like this yeah. kid kind of comes out of nowhere. If you don't follow, you know, Canadian you drifting, know. you don't know who this kid right. is, and then it's like same thing. Like it's just it's such a a good mix-up. But I mean, it's gonna keep a lot of guys on their toes. Yeah. No, absolutely. You've got a that's the plan coming in here. Yeah, exactly. Like apply yeah, some pressure. You yeah, know? yeah. Let's like mess up the standings a yep. little bit. Let's get. Let's <laughs> Yep. Get crazy. Um, you've got a really aggressive style too. Like you, you, you really push hard. Um, but there's not a lot of corrections in it. Are you? I, I guess like what's going through your head when you're driving? That's a big question. Yeah, it is a big question. Uh, it's hard to answer that. But uh, yeah, I'm just in throttle a lot and just yeah. try to drive extremely hard. Yeah. Are you are you having to like hold the car back with left foot braking? Are you like nope, using the e-brake more? I usually or? don't use left foot brake much unless we're in chase or something. I kind of just try to go as fast as possible and okay. have a good lead run. I mean, and like some corrections and stuff, a little left foot brake, but usually I don't really touch it much gotcha. unless we're in a chase position. So you're you're trying to gear the car basically to be flat out as long as right. you can. Yep. That's that's that seems to be what fits well for you. Yep. Do you think that's gonna hurt you at all moving forward or um, like? I mean, obviously, we haven't hit 10. I don't think yet, so. I mean, as long as you have good angle, you're in the zones and all that. I don't, I mean, I, so far it's worked out. Yeah, so. exactly. Until I mean, it doesn't, maybe I'll have to change some things, but yeah. I'm uh, sure I have a lot more learning to do and stuff. So, 
Um, were you running 255s when you were running other yep. stuff? So this isn't a huge change Yeah, last for you? year, or I got in with GT Radio last year. Okay. So I've been running on the Prospect tires all last year at Clutch Kickers and gotcha. all that. So it was nice to not switch from another tire. Right. Because we were already used to it. Yeah. And I was uh, I was a big fan of that tire. I mean, it's, it's a great one of the tire. better tire I've been on. So yeah, it's it's. I, I mean, mean we were on some two seventy fives and some bigger tires, and going to a two fifty five was a little. Uh, we didn't know how it would work, and it's pr- probably the fastest the car has been. Yeah. So are you? Do you prefer lead or chase? Like, what what's your favorite? So when I first started drifting, I was always lead. Yeah. I always liked leading, but now I enjoy chase. I think the most. Is it? Is it's it, just more. Uh, I don't know. It gets me more excited. Just try to like get as close as possible and just throw a crazy, crazy rundown, you know? Yeah. Oh, and it's it's like immediately gratifying, right? Right. Because like when you're that close to the guy, you're like, yeah, oh shit, I'm doing like, well. And towards the end of the run, like if you put, lay down like a sick chase line, I'm just like so pumped up. Yeah. Are you? What do you? What do you do to like get? Do like do you get pumped up before you get in the car? Do you like to be calm before you get in the uh, car? I get calm and just chill, drink some water, yeah, take some deep breaths, you know. It's like get zen, get a little meditated. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And then. When you're in the car, do you just try and like zone out? Or are you trying to think the whole time? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes I overthink things when I'm at the line, but once that light goes, I mean, it's just like it's just everything's go. out of my head. Like sometimes I'm overthinking it, like don't overcook the entry or something. But I mean, once we take off, it's just like even if I'm like, hey, I'm gonna go easy on this run. There's no such thing. Like, once that light goes, yeah, it's all out the window. I'm just that's, wide open, just you know. That's funny. It's just, yeah, just go for it. Just yeah, send go it for point. it. Just send it hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's working. It's true. Right, right. <laughs> is, there, is there any track that's coming up that you're excited? Like, obviously, Atlanta's sick, but, like, moving past that between the next three. Which yeah. Um, I think Utah will probably be the track I'm really looking forward to just because it's, like, a 100-mile-an-hour entry. Yeah. I like that stuff. <laughs> I like going fast, so. I just like going. I just like going fast. What are, you, what are you doing when you're not drifting? What are you up to after, like? You know, um, right now, this. I mean, since we got into FD and stuff, I've been taking some time off work, and I'm just trying to focus on my driving career and try to get into some a bunch of motorsports. And is there is there any motorsport you would like to try that maybe you haven't yet? Yeah, if I could try anything right now, I'd probably be like GT3 racing. Oh, like okay. what was going on earlier today? Were you like like stuff. watching? Like I could get into one yep, of those. Yep. Yeah, that's the plan. I mean, I think that stuff's really cool. So I and I mean, we see it helping as well with with drifting as well. Like just more car control, more right. seat time, more comfortable. Absolutely yeah. different driving styles and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sick. But is yeah, there, I mean, right now, I mean, drifting career. I mean, if we can do good this year, I'd like to go to Pro One, and you just I want to like, stay with Formula Drift. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just my style. Is well, I yeah. love it. I is love it, it. So that's the goal then, is like get the Pro license immediately, make the jump. Yep, pro yeah, yeah. I mean, if we can it. do good this year, and I'm confident in going to Pro One, I mean, that's definitely the plan. That's a bold move. Yeah, I mean, it's worked for other guys. Robert Thorne did it. He's, yeah, he did. He's looking really good too. Right. Like, I mean, obviously, the jump up is it's a big jump. It is definitely a big jump. Yeah, um, and it's expensive too. It's not. Yeah, it's not cheap. Yeah, it's not cheap. That's so. that's for sure. But yeah, I would like to. I mean, I think going to Pro One would be awesome. Yeah, I mean, so, why not, right? If you right. got the license, you might as well. Yep. Give it a, would you Would you run the same car, maybe just with more power? Or? Um. Yeah, depending on what happened with our program and stuff, I'd probably run the E46. I mean, the car yeah. is just dialed. It's got all the RTS parts on it. And it's just it's the car is fast. It's worked out so well for me, and I'm super comfortable in the car. So it's kind of hard to get away from that chassis, but. Uh, it's hard, like, seeing some of the newer BMWs and saying no to them, you know? Ah, uh, yeah, They're I hear you. super good looking, so. Do you, have a, do you have a wish list sponsor? Like, if there was, like, one sponsor you're like, look, I need you on board. Yeah, if I could pick any sponsor, it would probably be Red Bull. Yeah? I think that would be, like, the sickest sponsor. Just, just like, for, the, like, the prestige of it. Yeah, like, like just, if you get a Red Bull, like, you know yeah, you've made it, right? Right, right. Yeah, that was definitely the plan. I mean, that would be sweet. You shooting emails off? You're just like, Not yet, you know, my okay, buddy, come I don't, on. I don't want to do it too early. I want to make a name for myself and... Get some, <laughs> just get, get some them, You want them stuff. to come to you is yeah, what you want, right? That'd, that'd be cool. But, that'd be sick. You know, maybe by the end of the year, if we do some big things, or I mean, if you keep driving the way you're driving, it's you, people are gonna are gonna take notice. I think they already have, right? Like right. that's you. Uh, it sounds like you want the driving to speak for itself at that point, right? Yeah, it's just. I mean, last year it was hard to reach out to a lot of sponsors and stuff and it's big fresh. people because I mean I wasn't pro. I've been doing it for a year, so yeah. It's hard for someone to make a financial investment like that. So. Uh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's tough. Like, it's it, they're they're taking a massive risk on right. somebody to, to be like, yeah, I don't know how they like. He's done. He did really well last year, but like, right. prospects a whole other game, and then pros a whole other game again. Absolutely. Like, you know, business wise, it's it's tough to make that jump. But, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I I do. I think if you just keep doing this, keep your head in the game, and keep driving that aggressive style, like, it's this is your season, right? Yep. I appreciate it. Yeah, that's Dude, the plan. I'm We're going to drive hard it. and just. Try to get rookie of the year. Yeah. You know, so. There's a lot of rookies. Yeah, there are a lot of rookies, you know. I was 
that was the plan last year until we saw all the all the new drivers. I mean, the field is half of, half the field's new drivers. Yeah, yeah, so eleven or twelve drivers or something right, like that. Right. So I mean, so far as of right now, as I mean, you've you're you're there. So I don't yep. think any other rookies did as well as you did. So yep. Oh, man. Yeah, it's time to shine now. Let's go. Let's go, <laughs> dude. Stoked. Love it. Appreciate Thanks again for coming out, and uh, I'm excited to see where the rest of this year takes. Yeah. You. Thank you. Uh, if you guys want to stay tuned with all my uh, my program, just follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Connor Roselli Drifting and. Uh, Love the plug. That was good. That was good. You got this. I'll give myself a little shout out. Might as well. <laughs> all right. So we are here with Jay the Drifter. Um, first of all, let's let's set the record straight. You just turned 15? I actually turned 15 yesterday. So Wednesday, uh, I had uh, my spend my birthday doing practice in my car. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't think of a better way to spend a birthday. I mean, I couldn't, I couldn't ask for better. You know, it's been a dream forever to, to come to Formula Drift, and I finally spent it uh, the first time on my birthday. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nuts. And uh, you laid down an absolutely incredible run. Um, you look good in practice. It looked like you had some struggles uh, beforehand. Do you want to walk us through kind of what happened and where you're at now? Yeah, so unfortunately, we didn't have the greatest practice ever. Uh, so we got into practice, and the car caught fire. Um, the injector wasn't well sit, so um, uh, unfortunately, it shot everywhere in the engine bay, caught fire. But uh, thankfully, I'm really, I'm really proud of that. I pulled the uh, fire suppression system, so I was able to uh, take the fire out, uh, or else I could. I think it could have burned the the, the car to the ground. But yeah. honestly, uh, we, yeah, I'm I'm kind of glad I pulled it, <laughs> and then. Uh, we had uh, it burnt some uh, nitrous at uh, the nitrous sol solenoids oh, broke, okay. so now uh, we had to replace them. So we didn't have time. So for today's practice and qualifying, I had to run with uh, no nos. So so you're sitting around what 450 horsepower? Yeah, I have. <laughs> I was running 450 wheel horsepower in my qualifying. Did you have to like bump tire pressure up? Did you have to change anything, or did you just like yeah, this is fine? Uh, so <laughs> yesterday we were so this morning uh, we decided to change the tune a little bit, so we uh, put higher tire pressure. Okay. Uh, suspension a little bit harder and yep. then uh, we practice and then we did i think two or three practice lap and we dialed the car in and then going to qualifying uh the car felt really good and i was able to uh, lay down a hell of a release dude run. it was crazy yeah. I, I i couldn't believe it i mean um as somebody who watches dmcc i already knew what what Atlanta was in for. Mm -hmm. um, I'd seen what you were able to accomplish there, some of the big guys that you've taken out even yeah. in the last little bit. Um, what What is uh, Quebec drifting like, if you have to describe it? Because it it's kind of its own thing, and I don't think a lot of people realize how different Quebec drifting is in comparison to a lot of other places. I think that like uh, the competition, like DMCC down Canada, is more like a I'd say a fun event. You know, like drivers uh, really there to more have fun and like chill with uh, with friends. And uh, you know, there's not there's not as much competition as here. You know, you right. here you come here um, uh, to you you really want to win. You're here to uh, beat people. And down Canada, you're just there to enjoy it. You know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, here's a tough question: uh, Trois Rivières or Saint Eustache? Uh, the thing is, I haven't tried any of these tracks. What? No, I, I, I didn't. Uh, Trois Rivières <laughs> yeah. is uh, I, I, I never tried that track out, and Saint okay. Eustache got destroyed before I, uh, ah. I started drifting. Damn. Okay, so you're yeah. relatively new to this. Then. Yeah, I have been drifting for maybe two and a half years now. <laughs> yeah, la last year was my first year competing, and uh, what, got my license. What were you doing before this then? Like, how did you, how did you pick it up this quick? Uh, honestly, I have no idea. I didn't know how to drive when I first started two and a half years ago. I didn't know how to drive. Got into a G35 and just got better from there on. Ah, G35. Okay, yeah. so that's the answer. Big, yeah. big body VQ. Yeah. Did you straight pipe it? Yeah. I did. Of course you did. Of course yeah. you did. Did you wrap it in like crazy colors too? Yeah, I did. Hey, well, yeah, it, was, okay. it, was, it was a crazy yeah. wrap, uh, gray yeah. and black. Yeah. All right, you're just you're just keeping that French stereotype yeah. just going, right? Yeah. 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 Big loud car with crazy colors. Yes. Ah, that's crazy, dude. I had yeah. no idea. So where where have you been drifting then in Canada? Have you done like Shannonville? Have you headed to like TMP? I know it was both Ontario, but uh, honestly, I have not done a lot of tracks. I have done Icar, okay, uh, which is a kind of a popular track down yep. there. Uh, I have done uh, St. Croix, another popular track, yep. and I have done Sanai. Okay. The other tracks, unfortunately, I didn't. I wasn't able to do them uh, since I was racing last year to get my uh, FD license. Yep. Uh, I missed a few rounds there, so uh, yeah, I, I didn't get to do uh, every round. Okay. Where, where did you, what series did you get your license through? 
Uh, I got it through a U.S. Drift Circuit down uh, in Florida. Okay. Yeah. That's great. So were you you were flying back and forth then for that? Yeah, exactly. I was uh, wow. flying every time and uh, flying back. Jeez, that's nuts. That's yeah. And that's a tough series too, man. Yeah. Like, wow. There's pretty good drivers down there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they have all the seat time. I mean, yeah. our seat time is like, cool, you get seat time and then you get winter seat time. Yeah. Right? Well, and even <laughs> this, this winter, I drove maybe one time, I'd say. so. Okay. Yeah. So what do you, I guess, like, I'm trying to understand how you picked this up so quickly. Like, did you come from, like, dirt bikes? Did you go-karts? Was there anything before this? Uh, I didn't dirt bike before. I have done motocross before. I was okay. uh, I was doing some, but uh, I wasn't the best. You know, I did a few competitions, yeah. and uh, I just fell into drifting just like that. And honestly, I'm really happy. I picked it up super quick. Like, yeah. uh, last year, beginning of season, I mean, to be honest, I was not the best. I was struggling. <laughs> And by the end of the year, I got like ten times better. Are you are you doing a lot of sim drifting at home or putting in seat time that way? Yes, I have. A, thankfully, I have a sponsor. It's okay. Advanced Sim Racing, and uh, they're really great. They um, got me a really good deal on the uh, rig, and it's a Simu Cube okay. uh, with Herzingveld pedals, and uh, it's really really amazing. And I'm able to like really dial in uh, how how like uh, the car feels, and honestly, I'd say it's pretty realistic. Uh, how many hours do you think you put in on fake road at like sim road Atlanta before you got here? Uh, I'd say maybe put uh, I'd say around like two or three hours. That's it? Maybe more. Maybe maybe, maybe ten. Okay. Maybe, yeah. Between five and five and ten. I'm not sure honestly. I haven't played that much. Okay. Are you? Uh, you're obviously missing school right now. Yes, I yeah, am. Yeah. What's that yes. like? Did you like like tell your teacher like, listen, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go compete with like the best in the world. Yeah. No, no big deal. I hope you don't yeah. mind. Yeah. No, I do. I do. I do like sign a waiver, and it's pretty <laughs> easy. They don't really understand what I go do for for like weeks. They don't really understand, but. Maybe you can do like a presentation on it or something. Oh yeah, like social studies, right? Yeah. Be like, yes, this is the social studies of, of drifting. Yeah, and this is how it all works. <laughs> yeah, how you start and everything. That's nuts. Cool. Yeah. What are what round are you most excited for coming up? Oof, I'd say like uh, Atlanta was really the the track I was this looking forward it? to. Yeah, that was really exciting. I'm excited too for New Jersey. I'm gonna have my comp car out, so this was my practice car. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to have my comp car out <laughs> and. Uh, Really driving. I think it's gonna be a fun track, especially for tandem. So really yeah, stoked on yeah, that. Yeah, it's it's definitely a, a track. You can get a ton of proximity. I mean, if yeah, you, exactly. you want to go bang doors, like that's that's kind of the spot. Are you gonna try and get early, do some testing at like English Town, and uh, and we might try to get a few practice, but uh, I don't think we're gonna have time. The the car right now is it's not fully fully done, so we're gonna work really hard every weekend and hopefully even make it in time for the uh, next round. Yeah, that'll be that'll be awesome. I'm looking yeah. forward to it, yeah. um, dude. Stoked stoked to see a Canadian, another Canadian doing yeah. this well. I mean, I'm always always happy to see the uh, the fellow Canadians, you know, wherever. Whenever they're ranking up, so that's awesome. I'm looking forward to big things, man. Thank you for stopping by. Good luck it. in competition tomorrow. And, uh, yeah, for everybody watching, keep an eye on this kid. All right, we're here with Andy. How do you pronounce your last name definitively? Because Hately. Hately? Hately. Hately. Yep. I screw it up. Can't hate a Hately. <laughs> it's funny. So yeah. I, I use uh, get while the getting's good. Oh, there you yeah, go. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Well. You got to have your own, little, uh, your own little mantra, you know? Dude, it makes people remember it, exactly. right? Exactly. Works out well. Yeah. And then, I mean, you've got the, the Drift Wizard, which, yep. dude, that yep. shirt we is got shirts. sick. Oh, we okay. got stickers. We got all sorts. Are they online, too? Uh, not yet. Uh, right. We just picked up our merch, like, literally the Thursday before I left. So um, I have all that out here. We're going to get it on the website, get selling that soon. And, sick. Uh, Hopefully it does well. We got some some good ideas. If it's not last minute, it's no minute at all, right? Exactly. That's, that's how it that's works. That's just drifting. Yep. 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 Hundred percent. You look so much better in this car. I mean, the E30 was great. I, I feel better in this car. <laughs> the last car was beautiful. I loved yeah. it. There's so much history. Yep. But like now that you're in this chassis, yep. I feel like a weight vest has just been torn off of you. Oh yeah. No, it's uh, it's a hundred percent better, and it's not something that we weren't familiar with. I mean, the front suspension on the E30 is the same SLR kit that okay. we've had on the car for. So I've been driving with essentially that same front suspension since I built that car in 2014 or whatever. Oh. So I'm very familiar with how the front end feels and reacts and all right. that stuff, and then. The rear of the E30 was just never all that. And we did everything we could, and that's one of the reasons why I never gave up on the car uh, sooner is because we were working with the trailing arms. We yep. moved that outside pickup point back to get a better in camber toe curve. We got it to the point where it was actually better camber toe curve and less camber toe change than like a 36 or a 46. Oh, really? But um, it was almost too little. So we had zero side bite because the car wasn't leaning up and cambering up oh, as it was rolling over. Okay. So we had crazy forward bite. Yeah, but the it side was bite, a quick car. Yeah, the side bite wasn't there. So then we dialed that back a little bit and found like a happy medium. But 
Um, the trailing arms were custom. They were hard to build, expensive, yeah. and, and if you racked them exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, and they, you know, if you're familiar with 46 suspension, it's it's multi-arm. You know, it's got one trailing arm on the side, two arms that come in. Yep. Usually, it's those two arms that break, and it's relatively easy fix. So. Yeah. Um, I was always kind of wary about driving that car very, very hard because I knew that if I wrecked it, like, that's it, we're done for the day. She's you know? over. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, this car is just much more comfortable. I'm less attached to it, too, because the E30 was also, like, the first uh, build that I ever did. I right. learned, like, my first welds on a chassis or on oh, that car. Oh, that's cool. The first hoses I ever made. I mean, all that stuff is all first, first engine swap I ever did. It's all the first time I ever did that stuff. So it's got, you know, that, that sentimental value, whereas this car... I built it as fast as possible. I built it um, with as many removable parts as possible. So, okay. like, even, like, the bar that supports all my um, catch cans in the back, that's just riveted to the chassis. Okay. So I can drill that out, put it on their E46 chassis, rivet it up, and I'm good to go. Gotcha. So I did that with as much parts of the car as I could. So if I did wreck the car, it would be easy to transfer everything over. Whereas the E30, you know, when I was building it, I was just trying to build my own little supercar, essentially, my, yeah. own, my own best car. And I wasn't thinking as far as... Um, crash structure and lightweightness and um, just overall not doing too much work, essentially. You yeah. Know, not putting too much work into it, so I'm not that attached to it. Okay. And, um, yeah, and it worked out. I mean, this car's been great since river. day one. <laughs> it's so quick. Yeah. yeah. You, you just – you. Uh, this makes so much sense now. Now that you're talking about how the front suspension's the same mm -hmm. and and the, and the geometry is mm -hmm. obviously very very yeah, close. Yeah, literally the same. Yeah, same. I can take my control arms off of my E30 and put them right on my E36. Wow. All I got to do is change the inside lollipop. Jeez. Yeah. But but yeah. like it. And shows? I was actually running 46 knuckles on the on the on the E30. It was E46 and three knuckles. And on this car, it's E36 regular knuckles. Okay. So I actually downgraded the knuckles because they're easier to work with. The E36 has a a two-bolt thing on the back, and the E46 is like a pinch bolt, so you have to slide it out. Right. It's just difficult to work with, so we went with the uh, the E36 setup. Just make it quicker if something does happen. Yep. Swap quicker, easier quicker. to change. It's a cheaper part. Um, yeah, everything easier. Yeah. Yeah. No, you just you you seem to have adapted to the car really quick, even because uh, this is the second or third year with that car. Second year. Second yeah. year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Last year, just you seem to pick up on it. You obviously did really well last year. Yeah, it worked. Um, it worked. Yeah, yeah. Is there anything you would change about it now, like now that you're into it? Is there like um, not really? No. Um, I'd like to. I'd like to get more grip out of it. We're we're working on that right now. Yeah. But um, yeah. No, it's it's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, if we moved up to Pro One, which we're trying to do next year, um, damn right. Then <laughs> the bigger tire and and a uh, we're gonna switch to the bigger supercharger, the bigger Magnuson supercharger, so we can make more power. Because right now we're at a. Uh, only 10 pounds of boost, but we're spinning the supercharger at 24,000 RPM, Ooh, okay. which is about the peak that you want to be spinning it at, yeah. or a 10-inch crank pulley on the bottom. It's a gigantic thing. Yeah, I've seen and, it. It's, um, it's wild. Yeah, and uh, we're not getting that much boost because our engine is, is so large. It's a 427. Oh, So, yeah, okay. it's just not it, it's not enough boost to basically fill those cylinders. I mean, make it make that much boost out of it's, that big of a block, essentially. Yeah, it's pulling it in almost as quick as it's putting yeah, it in. Yeah, exactly. Right? Um, so, uh, yeah, you bigger see. supercharger, that would put us up into the, you know, 1,000 horsepower range and then the bigger tire, and that's what I want to see the next evolution of that car be is basically a Pro 1 car, essentially. But the rest of the drivetrain can take all that grip and everything else. Yeah, I mean, it should be. It's got the quick change. It's got the G-Force transmission. Yeah. Um, it's, what, I it's, mean, it's ready to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've got a, a little trick axle system in there that I put in that's a little bit cheaper than, like, drive shaft shop stuff to build. It's basically off-road axle-style stuff. And, oh, cool. And, uh, uh, they're Porsche 930 CVs. So I have... Uh, <laughs> And I have stub axles on it too, so it's basically I can take my axles. It's the same as the quick change on both sides, so I can yeah. take the axle and flip it, and it bolts right up. And it also bolts up to the stub axle and doesn't slide through. So to change an axle, I don't have to pound it you out to, through the hub. You have to take the big I can hub. just bolt off both sides and drop it down uh, and bolt it back up. Yeah. That's smart. Yeah. So you really start like you're really putting in like the time to be like okay yeah in a five minute what can exactly we do? exactly putting in that time not to build like like what I did with the E30 to build my perfect drift car or whatever right. but to build this to be modular and easy to work on and make sure that we can get things done quickly and easily because I I personally I don't like doing a lot of work <laughs> you know it's and it's a ton of, do it. yeah I mean <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a lot of work to get all this stuff together you know and right. and and um, I mean I got my engine back. Uh, the Monday before we left, so I had a, a week and a half before, you know, and I had to slam this whole car together and get everything, you know, and it's, you know, it's a lot of things, alignment, tuning, dyno, um, just, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot just of work. a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot all at once. Um, and, uh, yeah, building the car just to be easier, quicker to do everything, um, 
even going with like the motor plates, for instance, the, we went with the RTS uh, motor plates on the front of the car. So now you can drop the subframe uh, without supporting the motor. So if we bend a subframe oh. or anything, like that, little things like that really make the improvement as far as um, just being able to fix things easily and quickly. Of course. You know, yeah. And I think that's that's one of those, for, for anybody who's like listening, who's building a drift car, it's like, mm-hmm. especially if you want to go into this or any competition where they have a timeout rule, yeah. like you need to be thinking about that because how yep. many guys have we seen yep. not be able to compete because they, they time out? Yep, yep, yep. And that comes down to having a great team and, and building your car properly. And unfortunately, I mean, yeah, if you really do your research, I had to learn all this in the field. You yeah. Because, yeah. like, I, I'm not the guy coming up and asking a whole lot of uh, questions to, to everyone. You know, I have a few key guys. Um, shout out to Gary Castillo. Shout out to, uh, who else? Uh, Ed Hartunian, the guy who taught me to weld. Okay. These, are, these are just random guys that I keep in my pocket when I'm, you know, G- Gary, he built my control arms on the car, on the, on the E30. He built the trailing arms. Um, it's uh, reaching out to these certain Basically, knowing which mines are better than yours and yep. knowing when to reach out to them is a key component of, of running your program and not getting in over your head, you know. And if you ever think you're over your head, you probably are. You should probably and call. You, and you probably have been for a while. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of people, they're not unhappy to hear from you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you call you call who you think, uh, you know, can help you and um, – don't try and call them too much, but you know, but you know, it's, send them a pizza randomly. Yeah, some people also are, are too unsure of themselves in that aspect, but um, yeah, I feel like finding that happy medium where you're, um, where you know you're you're stepping over your boundaries, like with those trailing arms. I knew that was getting to be my limit of my fabrication skills, right? And attempting to do it myself um, probably wouldn't have come out as good if me and Gary did it together, right? So, um, you know, that kind of thing, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's, it's tough. It's it's an ego hit to admit that you don't understand something or you can't yeah. do it. I, I mean, that's that's what this is. That's why I come. That's why I learned how to drift. I enjoy learning how to do things. I really enjoy that like that idiot phase. Yeah, because I grew up skateboarding, so like I was, and this was skateboarding in the '90s when you know skateboarders weren't. It wasn't Nigel Houston. It wasn't these guys driving around in Lambos. We were just yeah. street punks catching the bus around Santa Monica to go skate, you know, spots. Yeah, and. Um, and I got used to just falling in front of people and looking like an idiot all day long. And, and now I, I don't take that ego hit with those things. And you can't, you, yeah, you, it's, you got to progress. Hi, <laughs> hello. He can hear me from so far away. That's I know. Awesome. I know. It's great. Hello. Yeah. Good sir. Yeah. <laughs> Broadcast the presidential wave. Yes. You know? Yeah. The queen yeah. wave. Yeah. Or the, the king, co- wave, the king now. wave. Yeah. King wave now. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's tough. And I think I, I was chatting with a couple of pros earlier mm-hmm. and I was trying to say like, you know, I I very much because I started like pro two. I yep. I started, but like yep. um, I want to see it progress, mm-hmm. and and it it hurts me so much when you see guys like fail out because of something silly, mm-hmm. right? They drop out because like they just didn't know how to manage their money, or yep. they yep. they didn't like little shit like you, you how much food you need to bring. Yeah, this day yeah. is crazy yep. long. Yep. Like if you don't yep. have to manage your food and water intake, mm-hmm. like that could you could be dehydrated sitting mm-hmm. up at the top and mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah, we're lucky uh, my dad actually comes around. He's sort of the guy that brings us our food and water and stuff and he's missing it the first two days of this event. Oh. And me and Curtis we were at my crew chief we were talking about it like just left and right like we need him. We, we need, need him. him. We, whenever he's here we don't think we need him but when he's gone like yeah. there's no waters in the cooler, there's no ice and we're like what's happening? Yeah. yeah. And I just, I don't know, I just, I very much enjoy people passing down that knowledge. Yeah. Like, why are we gatekeeping any of this, Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like um, you'll get some of that with, like, the bigger teams. But yeah. I feel like the prospect pits, everybody's really open, really helpful. Um, I mean, Zandara borrowed my crew chief's trailer yesterday Saw to take that, her yeah. car to the frame shop, you know. Yeah, that's, and, and that's like a no questions asked thing. Like, the guy came running over, and he's like, somebody told me you have a trailer. I was like, I have a trailer. And he's like, what? He's like, you have a local guy trailer? I was like, oh, maybe... Curtis, I was like, let me call my crew chief. And he's like, is your trailer here? He's like, yeah. I was like, can these guys borrow? He's like, yeah, no problem. Just tell them not to mess it up. And I yeah. was like, all right, cool. And that's just how we do things, you know? Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's sort of what I learned from, you know, the grassroots side of it and everybody helping everybody out and just, you know, wrenching on each other's cars and helping people get stuff done. I mean, you know, this year wasn't that bad, but last year before Long Beach, I was over at Jeff's shop for I think four nights or five nights, you know, before Long Beach helping him get his stuff ready, yeah. welding on a thing for his kill switch and getting his hood pin set up and all this stuff. It's, it's all the little stuff you're Yeah, and like, yeah. you know, it's 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 um it's just what we do. Yeah. You know? Well, I really hope you make the jump to pro. I'd love to see you up there. Thank I, you, you've man. done your time 
in pro two, pro mm -hmm. spec, whatever you want to call yep. it. Like, yep. I've, well, it was, I've done my time in both. I know. I know. Yeah. yeah, you do. Yeah. 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 No. Well, um, yeah, thank you. I, I got to close the episode. You want to close it out with me? Sure. All right, cool. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching everything The Outer Zone. Uh, also, check out Andy's podcast. I don't mean... And watch my Drift Wizard stuff. Yeah, Drift Wizard stuff Come buy a good. shirt. Yeah, oh. just support the prospect, guys. <laughs> um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. We got a shirt with Flanders on it, too. Do you really? Yeah. What's it say? I'll surprise it. Send it end it. <laughs> Send it end. Yeah, I got you one. Ah, oh, dude, that's what awesome. What size are you? I, I mean, large, okay. extra large. Yeah, yeah, I'll bring one. Like, yeah, that's yeah. sick. I got you. Um, yeah, support all the pros, guys. Go buy some shirts, whatever you can do. Th those are the guys that – I'm not saying the pros don't need it. There's definitely mm -hmm. some pros that need the support. Mm -hmm. um, but these are these are the, the guys you're going to be see seeing compete longer and move into pro. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to get help you guys – Help us stay out here. Yeah, help <laughs> It's not cheap. It's yeah. not cheap. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's not cheap. That's the, mm -hmm. the best way I can put mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do like some breakdowns of what everybody's season cost. It's ridiculous. I know a couple. I know. Yeah. I think yeah. There's been a few. I guys have a lot of off season costs because we blew our motor in Salt Lake and we, oh, our Jesus. trailer was falling apart. So we bought a new trailer and the new motor like right going into the season. Stads up. And that's pretty much the main reason why I couldn't run Pro One this year is because we uh, spent so much in the off season getting our wondering. stuff in order. And if we hadn't, like, I'm not going to show up to Pro One with my toy hauler that literally has holes in the floor. And like, <laughs> I remember your old one. Yeah, I remember your old. It's falling apart. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, the old one was pretty great. Yeah. Because you didn't even know there was a car inside. Exactly. It was, yep. it was yep. awesome. Yep. Cool guys. Well, thanks again for watching and/or listening. If you like this, please give it a share. Um, make sure to give Andy. Oh, we, we well. got a podcast too. Yeah, I forgot. What is it? What the Drift Podcast? It is. It's yeah. fantastic. I didn't even mention that. Jeff, Jeff said he mentioned it. Yeah, he did. He <laughs> so plugged it hard. I was happy. I yeah. forgot to plug it. Yeah, Man, I think I'm we terrible. got it in now. I'm We're terrible. Good now. All, All right, right. Good. cool. All right, cool. Yeah. Thanks again, guys, and uh, yeah, we'll catch you on the next episode. Yeah, dude. Thanks, man. Yeah, dude. appreciate happy you. Happy to have you on. Yeah, Thank man. you.